With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you so much for joining us for our Wednesday uh, Bible study. I am thankful. I am thanking God. I see we got a few people that we got to put on mute. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And uh, we're going to get started in our Bible studies. I apologize. It may be up in the air. Where are we going tonight, Pastor? Well, we're not moving on. I'm sorry that I didn't tell you last week. We're going to stay right there in the tabernacle prayer. We are going to get a little deeper into the actual prayer. So once we get into the Holy of Holies and we start to pray, each one of those areas, we want to break that down. Unless the Lord says different. We'll be breaking down each area of that tabernacle prayer once we get into the Holies of Holies, right there before the Ark of the Covenant, where the mercy seat is and where the Spirit of God, you know, he's, he's hovering over the entire tabernacle. But once you get into that Holy of Holies, you are close. Let's pray. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we bless your name. We honor you and we thank you, dear Lord. We realize we have not done everything that we were told to do, everything we knew to do. And God, we thank you for being such a forgiving God that we can come before you and say, Lord, please forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. And I pray, oh God, that by your power and by your might, that you use us to your glory. Lord, we know that we are not worthy only because of the blood of Jesus, only because of his sacrifice that we are even able to come before you. So we pray right now in the name of Jesus that the power of God would fall in our Bible study, that revelation knowledge would take place, that the light bulb will come on in our lives, and that we would walk according to your word, your will, and your way. Thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you, O oh God, for placing us on this path that leads straight to glory. Thank you, dear Lord, for each and every person on this call we pray, O oh God, for increase in their lives, in wisdom, in understanding, in power, and might, in your word, and obedience, O oh God. Let the love of God rest upon them like never before. In the name of Jesus, somebody say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you again for joining us for uh, Bible study. Um, tonight, uh, very briefly, you know, you know the tabernacle and how it is set up, and um, you know, that last area, thank you, Holy Ghost, that last area is the Ark of the Covenant, the, holy, the holiest of holies, the holiest of holies. And behind the second veil is the holiest of holies. This is where intercession is made. This is where intercession is made. This is the place of the mercy seat where God's presence dwells. This is where God's presence dwells. And again, part of the, the reason we go through the tabernacle is because, um, as I've shared, there is a lack of reverence for prayer. And when we pray, many times I believe 
that there is a lack of reverence for the presence of God. And the tabernacle helps us to reverence God because by the time you get into the holies of holies, you um, have really acknowledged the awesomeness of the plan of God for this earth. Thank you, God. Let me check it out. I'm just hearing some more noise. Yep, people are coming on. Thank you for coming. Uh, if you were star six and mute your lines. So what we're doing is that we are walking through the tabernacle. We actually go behind the veil, and 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 and, and you know, there are certain things that you can just hear, and it'll give you chill bumps because of uh, whatever it is. Sometimes something very eerie. Um, you can think about a very large snake, and it'll give you chill bumps. You could think about um, if you're uh, uh, very squeamish about uh, roller coasters and things of that nature, give you chill bumps. Um, but you can also think of things that are very, very wonderful, you know, um, and it'll give you chill bumps. Well, it should chill you, I believe, it should chill you to your bone when you think about going behind the veil. If you can go behind the veil and it doesn't do anything, either, either for your mind or, or for your physical body, some type of experience where you say, wow, I'm getting ready to go before God. Now, I say that because there is a power that you're accessing like nothing else on earth. There's no amount of dynamite. There's no um, uh, X-ray, what is that thing called, ray beam uh, power. There's no um, laser, laser beam. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Laser beam. There's no uh, power, there's no piece of equipment, there's no airplane, no battleship, no uh, mountain volcano, nothing like the power of God that you're getting ready to interact with. So when you go again into the holiest of holies before God, you've got to realize where you are. Now the Bible says in Romans 8, 26 to 28, Likewise, the Spirit also help us our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. And I believe that some people just forget that verse of Scripture. They really believe uh, in, uh, their, in their mind that they know what to pray for. Once I read it, I'm believing that when it comes to, watch this, the larger scheme of things. I'm not talking about your little circle of, of, of influence. That, that we have on the people around us that are impacted by what we say and what we do. I'm not talking about that. You, 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 you very well may have a good hold on your family, your friends, uh, your coworkers, your neighbors. You may have a pretty good understanding of them, but exactly what they need to progress, and in particularly that they might transition from this earth to the next, do you really know what they need? Do you really know what's going to push them to the point where they accept Christ and his kingdom? We don't know the, what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. 
Wow. See, understand what God is doing, and, and he's not worrying about you processing uh, your circle of influence. He's dealing with the spirit, the spirit of a man. And the Bible continues to say, because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the what? The will of God. Yep, yep, you might want to get that highlighter out. Even if you're writing it, uh, you may want to underline it. It's about the will of God. It's thy will be done. And we, watch this, and we know that all things are going to work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. It's going to work out. You better understand it. But you've got to be connected to God and know that you're accessing the almighty God. And when God, watch this, when you enter in to the, the holiest of holies, understand God knows why you're there if you're God's child. See, I believe, and, and it challenges many of us when it comes to our ability to understand what God is doing with the believer. So as you go into the Holy of Holies, it is difficult if you're going in with a concept of a little list that you have of when I go before God today, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I want from him. So we spend most of our time in God's presence is how awesome you are. Thank you, God, for using me. Thank you, God, for saving my soul. Thank you, God, for, watch this, blessing this universe with your presence. Thank you for being a creator, God. Thank you for being the God that's of the mountain, the God of all strength. Thank you, O oh God, for being omnipresent. You are everywhere at the same time. You are an awesome God. I lift you up and magnify you. And that's what inspires things like speaking in tongues or speaking in your heavenly language, speaking spiritually to God. And, and, and again, when, when the Bible breaks it down for you, you understand, yes, I need to speak in tongues. Why? Because I don't know what to pray for. I don't know who needs what and when. See, if I throw this scenario at you, your friend next door has a job. They're making $50,000 a year, but, but some of their bills are not getting paid, and they really need an increase, so they need $60,000 a year. But compare what would you pray for. Your next-door neighbor uh, that needs the 60000 instead of 50000 and they have been making it pretty good with 50000 Matter of fact, I'm just going to throw this in there. If they would manage their money better, they would be able to pay their bills, but they got some mismanaging things going on that you don't know about. However, they tell you, please pray for me. I need this new job, okay? So to understand, they need it because they told you, but behind the scenes, they really don't need it. They need to manage their money. Now watch this. However, there's a village in Africa that is being plummeted by uh, uh evil, evil people that's ruling in that area that's trying to take over that village. And the people need uh, uh, intervention. Who would you pray for? And let's say you're going into prayer and you're about to spend 10 minutes 
just on your neighbor who wants 10,000 additional dollars or you're going to pray for the village. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you. There is 1,000 people in that village. Who are you going to pray for? Matter of fact, let's even make it more uh, in-depth. There is a ministry that's actually trying to get the, the, the salvation into the village. Who are you going to pray for? Well, for one, we don't even know that the folks in the village exist and that they need prayer. And check this out. The, the evil folks are coming tomorrow. Who are you going to spend time praying for? And that's what's happening all over the world where God knows what's needed, and that's why this is intercessory prayer. And here it is. You, um, some folks, they are stiff-necked. They will not re, uh, relinquish power over to God to say, God, use me to your glory. God, I love you. And God, I thank you, and I thank you for making this universe. And I know you know all the intricate details of the universe and that you know what's best. You know what's needed every second of every day. However, there's so many believers, I believe, that just will not relinquish my will to thy will. All right? First Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. I extol, therefore, I exhort, therefore, that, first of all, supplications, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for, watch this, all men. Now, I don't, I don't know if it, it impacts you the way it impacts me, but when he says all men, again, this is not an individual prayer. I'm not praying. I, I try to share it at, at Mount Enon as much as possible, and I try to share it when I've got an opportunity to impact others by way of social media or, or ministering at another church, that you really got to get away from these four and no more. These four and no more, that's a my will be done mentality, and you can't get past your own family. There is so many other people that need you. And when you interact with them, and particularly when you're, in, uh, when you're directed by God, you will find out that, again, wow, how would I ever know if it was just these, I call it these four and no more. It's only because it rhymes. It could be three of y'all. It could be just two, you and your husband. It could be just you. And primarily, you are saturated with your own needs. Understand, folks, when we go into the holies of holies, this is intercession. This is intercession, all right? You're, this intercession and giving of thanks being made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in what? Authority. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. For this is good and acceptable in the what? The sight of thy will be done. 
in the sight of God, our Savior, is thy will be done. It's, it's when, you, when you relinquish, and that's why you spend more time just, oh, God, yes, move God by your spirit. Move God by your spirit. No, no, no. You may not be, you may not be into uh, uh, a heavenly language, a prayer language. I, I tell you one thing, you can, God have your way. God do it the way you want to do it. God move, move, Father, move, Father, and just let your spirit call upon God as you relinquish everything that, watch this, that he has instilled in you, everything that he has invested in you. You're turning all the collective power back over to him, where we have believers all over the world who are connecting spiritually and turning this, this uh, um, individualism into a collective body, and that's why it says the body of Christ is not this church, that church, this church. It's all these individuals who believe in, watch this, our Father, good God Almighty. Thank you, Lord, who believe in our Father. So, so I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. No, no, no. We can't stand because you over there and Johnny, Father, Johnny, Father, in the name of Jesus, who oh, God just touched Johnny. What? It's, um, you're spending all that and not knowing, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later if the Lord leads us that way, not knowing the access and the power that you have. And watch this. When we exhort at Mount Enon, we talk about the names of God, the character or the track record of God, and the promises of God. The names of God, the character of God, his reputation, the things that he's already proven that he will do, and the promises of God. Well, when we deal with the promises of God, check this out. God has already promised to take care of you. God has already promised that he's got your family, the fruits of your body. That's Deuteronomy chapter 28. He's already promised that. And when you pray, you pray with the understanding that God has already got my family. These four... Guess what? God has already got them, but it don't look like it. I'm not worrying about how things look. Good God Almighty. You're looking at how it looks. If, if you looked at how things look, the children of Israel would have never made it across the Red Sea. Things look bad. It looked like Pharaoh was going to overtake them. So you've got to understand that there is a God that says, I'm going to take care of you. And if I set you up that you're in the desert and mountains on both sides, Pharaoh coming up behind, the Red Sea is in front, don't worry about it. I got you. If I set you up to where everybody else is bowing down to a statue and you won't bow down because you love me and they're talking about throwing you in a fiery furnace, you don't have to worry about a thing. I, got, I said I got you. You don't have to bow down. You don't have to whimper. You don't have to give in. I'm, listen, even if you get thrown in the fire, I'll be in the fire with you. If they said you can't pray to any other God but this golden statue, you can't pray at any time to anything else other than this statue, and now you're getting ready to get thrown into the lion's den, don't worry about it. You look, look, you worry about this other awesome work, this big, this major work that I've got going on. You worry about that because why? 
I've already taken care of your family. But you've got to have the confidence that God's got your family. You've got to have that confidence. As you go into the holies of holies, listen, some folks are going behind the veil, and they just as confused. They don't know, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord. They don't know who God is. They don't know the power that they're acting. They don't know who they're fighting against. They don't, listen, if they knew the power they had access to, listen, you would, you would, I mean, you would be going for it behind that veil. You would be in your heavenly language. You would be speaking in tongues. You would be worshiping. You, listen, you're talking about chill bumps. Chill bumps would be all over you. Why? Because I know what I'm accessing. Watch this. It says, for this is good and acceptable in God. It's about God's will. It's about what's good to him. Praying, watch this, and we're getting ready to go dig right deep down into it. It says, prayer for authorities and bless them. Pray for authorities and bless them. And, and many times I try, I, I, I try it as much as possible to tell people, please, I don't care if it is something minor. Um, um, watch your word. When you know the power that's in your mouth, watch your words. They, watch this. You're talking about a, a, a member of your family and they're having rough times, and you say, as a believer who has power in their mouth, they're not going to make it. Watch this. They're, oh my goodness, if they're doing that now, watch this, they're headed for, they're headed for a rough time. What? Did you just, and you got to be able, you got to be able to help folks, and, and that's my job. Job, I, that's our, thank you, Holy Ghost, that's our job to help folks. Watch what's coming out of your mouth. Do, do you have power or you don't have power? Is God using you, and, and if he's using you, then you're his what, 100% or 99? And the songwriter said 99, <laughs> come on, y'all, it just won't do. It, it, even 99 and a half, it just won't do. You got to be sold out. So, God, this is all about you. God, have your way in the name of Jesus. Move by your spirit. But what are you praying for? Father, do it, God. Do it in the name of Jesus. Break down the walls, oh God. What walls? What walls are you talking about? I want to know. No, no, no. That's the problem because if you knew all that God was doing with your mouth, when you go up in tongues, watch this, maybe one of a few things would happen. Number one, you start getting a big head. You start getting pride, pride setting in. Number two, you start telling folks, oh, yeah, 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 I prayed the other day, and God let me know. Uh, I prayed. It was a senator that was stepping out of line, and when I prayed, God used my prayer to get him in line. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, 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 guess what? I prayed the other day, and God told me that some folks over in Africa, it was a village, thousand of them, evil was uh, about to overtake them, and guess what? God told me that when I prayed, guess what? The whole village got saved. 
That's what, that's what, when God started revealing, and, 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 and you really, unless, unless they prayed for Paul and Paul came to the door, most of the time, folks, you don't realize what's happening with your prayer. You're leaving that in God's hand. Watch this. You, you're leaving. How is prayed? That's in God's hand because you're praying in the heavenly language. Uh, what's being accomplished? That's uh, in God's hand. And, and what the final outcome is, that's in God's hand. Whether it's revealed to you or not should not really be your concern when it comes to God, when it comes to warfare. What are we doing? Thank you, Holy Ghost. The authorities, we're praying for the authorities. What authorities? Spiritual authorities. Now, unless God says different, that's where we're at tonight. Spiritual authorities. Understand that there are spiritual authorities out there. The Bible says, if you look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, and I'm going to go there in the uh, Bible gateway, Ephesians, and then we say 6, and when we look at Ephesians 6, we're really getting down to verse number 12. But in Ephesians 6, I thought I just pulled it up. Okay, let's do it that way. Okay, cool. Ephesians 6, <clears throat> and I'm going to start at verse number 10. It says, finally, brethren, be, watch this, strong in the Lord. You've got to take your time, and you've got to let that soak in that we're not talking about your strength. We're not talking about your knowledge. We're not talking about your goals. We're talking about the Lord. Strong in the Lord, watch this, and in the power of what? His might. See, that's why I said, you, I'm talking you kicking down doors. And when you realize it, let me tell you something. I'm not talking about a little 22. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. Little titty gun. Bang, 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 bang. I'm talking bazooka, folks. I'm talking, watch this, surface-to-air missile launcher. Some folks on the line may not even know. What are you talking about, Pastor? Surface-to-air uh, 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 missile launcher. Yes, it takes a big old plane out of the air. You can shoot it. You can hold it in your hand, and it will take a aircraft down. If you shoot it at a ship, it'll put a hole in the side of it. You got to talk about awesome. I'm talking about the big old guns on a battleship, the ones that that, that looks like there's a, a tank on the battleship, and this thing is shooting at another ship, and it puts a hole in the side of a. I'm talking a a a what do you call them? A battleship. Thank you, Holy Ghost. A battleship. That's what, I don't know how, you, you come up with yours. You might say it's like a volcano, the power of a volcano. This is in the power of his might. When you start dealing with the authorities, spiritual authorities, you got to go in there with some power, with some strength. And here it is, you're having a rough time pr praying over a, a, a wayward child. You got you got problems praying with your, with your mate. And you talking about spiritual warfare. You, you better, yeah, maybe you better stay, stay where you are. Because you've got to, watch this, you've got to 
increase your faith. You've got to increase your awareness. You have to mount up when it comes to your spiritual, and you look and you go, wow, after all this time, you should be doing spiritual warfare. Yet and still, somebody still got to take you by the hand and, and walk you through how you, no, 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 you should be knocking down doors and walls and, and, sit, and seeing things happen. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Now watch this. It, when you start talking about spiritual warfare, there are levels, principalities. Now when you talk about principalities, that's at the highest, watch this. That, thank you, Holy Ghost. That's at the highest level that God allows that demonic warfare to reach. Where God is, where his throne is, they can't even get up there. They got thrown out of the heavenlies, the highest heavens. They can't even get up there. But the principalities, this is that demonic presence at a higher level. Watch this. Then you've got principalities. Then you have powers. Then you have rulers of darkness. Watch this. Of this world. Then you have spiritual wickedness, level after level after level. And folks think, well, devil and devil, devil. No, you can't deal with the devil. You can't deal with Satan. You can't deal with Lucifer. You're not on that level. You're dealing with uh, the, the cohorts. You're dealing with imps, demonic presence, but not Lucifer. Jesus, in order to deal, you you got to actually be Jesus, Michael, Gabriel. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I was pausing because I, what's the other one? What's the other archangel's name? Gabriel. Those are the kind of angels that can deal on the Lucifer level. But when it comes to you, understand that there is a de demonic presence and there is some spiritual warfare that's going on. However, available to you, you have access to spirits, angels that will war on your behalf. He gives his angels, come on, y'all, you know the word, charge over you. So you are doing warfare, but you understand, guess what? Thank you, God for warring on my behalf. And, 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 and look at this. While I'm warring on their behalf, on behalf of folks most of the time I do not know, guess what? My confidence is my, God's got my marriage. Father, I just pray because my marriage is this, this, this. God, you have it. I, I'm your man. And you told me, Deuteronomy 28, if I would hearken diligently and do what you asked me to do, good God Almighty, that I'm blessed. I claim that blessing. And if I don't claim it, that's okay. Guess what? Because I've already paid my premium. What's my premium? To hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, that, that you may observe and to do all that is written therein, all that he has placed in my heart to do, that he, that he inspires me by the power of his Holy Spirit. When you when you go, watch this, you don't even come 100%. You don't even do it. But when God sees you 
running. You're chasing after it. You're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and you're reaping the benefits that all these other things are being added. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I'm telling you, the God's true, testifying. Things that I don't even pray for. I thought about it, and if I did get uh, uh, this, this is what I would want. And sure enough, boom, there it is. There it is. No, 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 I didn't pray, Father, this is what I want you to do. No, it just came to mind over and over and over again. You see God providing exactly what came to mind, and you didn't ask for it. And I'm going to tell you, it is a motivator to keep doing, keep turning it over to him. Why? Because it's not about you. Oh, well, what are you saying there? Uh, uh, are you super spiritual? Are you real spiritual? It, did God just do? No, no, no. This is between me and God. That's why he said, stop trying to impress people with your long prayer. Stop, watch this. Stop trying to be spiritual because you're, you're screaming or you're, you're, you're using flowery words no, no, no. Get into your closet and know what's happening, watch this, in the spiritual realm what, that God is doing, and watch this, and let God get all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Principalities against, uh, what did we say here? Against uh, the rulers, what does it say? The rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. The whole armor of God. The whole armor. Why? Because the, the, the real believer, the real intercessor, guess what? I got work for you to do. I got work for you to do. So there's spiritual authorities. Here we go. Stick with me. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. This is what the Bible says that we have access to. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not fleshy. But they have divine power to destroy strongholds. However, understand, like I told you, that will be done. Obedience and righteousness done, wrapped up in what? Oh, no, come on, y'all. Wrapped up in what? Wrapped up in faith. And your faith, watch this, I hope it can get you out of your living room. No, no, no. I hope it can get you higher than the top of your house. Help me, God. Your faith has got to be able to go around this world. And this is what the Bible says you have access to as God's child. And again, if you keep uh, limiting yourself and you, watch this, you are exhausted sometimes after prayer and all you're praying for are these four and no more. And you're using all of your earthly energy and stressing yourself out when you should come out of prayer, intercessory prayer, many times exhilarated. Why? Because God did all the work. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Lord. Move, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Something comes to your mind, a person comes to your mind, thank you, God. Why? 
Because God must be telling me he already handled it. <laughs> he must be. Because, listen, what do you think? God's got to wrestle with your family member? God has to, God has to convince them? No, no, no. You better understand where the Bible says it's my sweetheart's favorite uh, uh, scripture, and it talks about I knew you from the foundation of the world. I had a plan for you from the foundation uh, uh, of the world. I think it's what, Jeremiah 29, 11? I think it's Jeremiah 29, 11. Huh? I, I, I got a plan for your life. So you're trying to tell me that if your loved one is a part of you and, and God knows that he's going to be in your family and that you're going to have a heart for your family, you're trying to tell me that he would make you and you would have a heart for your family and he wouldn't already predestinate what was going to happen because he knew that you were going to have a heart for your family and that you were going to come in under the covering that he provides and when he covers you that he's going to have to cover your family? And if there is a family member that is not to be covered, that is not to come in, if it's a Judas in the family that you love and trust God so much that you don't put family over God, good God Almighty. No, 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 no. Some folks put family over God. I'll never forget the Bible says that Samuel had these sons, and the sons didn't follow after God like Samuel. And, and, and he wasn't the only one. David, a man after God's own heart, but he had some in the family that, guess what, did not follow after God. But you also have Saul, and then you have Jonathan under Saul, and, Jonathan, and Saul had his issues with obeying God and doing what God said do, but guess what? Jonathan had a whole different spin under a father who was disobedient. Good God Almighty. So that's why our love is for God, and if God says that, guess what, your mama is not going to serve God the way she's supposed or your daddy, or your wayward child is not coming in, that's not for me to, good God Almighty, it's not for me to debate with God why he allowed me to have his child that is not going to co commit to God. My thing is, I committed to God. I love God, and God said he got me. And if part of him having me is that that wayward child would interact with me and that my heart, watch this, is not just towards him. My heart is towards God and God's will, and God says, guess what? Through you, many young people will be saved, but your child will not. You've got to be able to say, God, that's, that will be done. Yeah, yeah, you need to pause right there and, and just deal with that. Jesus said, is there another way that this cup could pass from me? Okay, well, if it's not, then guess what? Let your will be done. No, 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 I don't want, this is going to get ready to be hard. This is tough. This pain, this agony, this anguish is getting ready to be, okay, let your will be done. Paul said, I got a thorn. This thing is in my side. It's an irritant. Okay, maybe you didn't hear me. I said, it's an irritant, Father. 
I'm talking spiritual authorities where you've got to have access to know if you go before him and he does not change it, then guess what? Know that his grace is sufficient. Okay, did y'all write that down? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 4. See, what we have to know as believers is that God has given us power over the principalities. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1, look at uh, verses 20 to 22. Ephesians chapter 1, 20 to 22. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and he set him at his own what? Right hand. In where? Heavenly places. Now understand, this is the area where the demons can't even get to. This is the throne of God. Far above all what? principalities and powers, mights and dominions, every name, watch this, that is named, not only in this world, good God Almighty, but also in that which is to come. See, that's why I said when you start intercession on the level that God wants us to, to, to intercede, you understand, I'm not just talking about, oh, this little thing, for tomorrow and, and this for 2021 or maybe 2022, if we make it to 2030, God. Listen, listen, I'm talking beyond this world. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And he has put all things under his feet and gave him and gave to him to be the head over all things to the church. The Message Bible says it this way. All this energy issues. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from the dead and set him on the throne in deep heaven. Help us, God. In charge of running the universe. Everything from the galaxy to governments. No name and no power exempt from his rule. And not, watch this, not just from, for the time being, forever. He's in charge of it all. Has the final word on everything. At the center of all this, Christ rules the church. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Angels, 1 Peter chapter 3, 22, it says, Angels and authorities and powers had been subject to him. This is when he goes and sits on the right hand. He starts to take authority and the angels, and that's why I say you spend more of your time asking God to send out angels. You'll see what's going on in this world, all over this world. You don't know what's happening in Russia right now. They're talking, you know, the news reporters are saying that this is a, the, the, a bad time for the United States. This is a time that if an adversary wanted to attack, this would be the time because we're having in the handoff of power, there's a, there's a, 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 a weak spot in this time. And, and what do you really need to pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way. God, do it to your glory. Thank you, God. But you didn't say protect us. I don't have to say protect us. 
Why? Because God says when your enemy comes out against you one way, good God Almighty, I'm going to send it. Because when you are doing what you're supposed to do, God is going to do what he said he was going to do. That's the promises of God. God has promised he will protect you. God has promised when your enemy comes out one way, they will flee seven ways. Romans, I said 13.1, Romans 13.1, let every person be subject to the government, to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. The Bible in basic English, same uh, book, chapter, and verse, Romans 13 and 1, it says that everyone put himself under the authority of the higher powers. Because there is no power which is not of God. And all powers are ordered by God. See, when we start praying for the authorities, listen, we haven't gotten down to civil yet. We haven't gotten down to civil. First, we're praying for the authority. So we're talking about the the spiritual powers. And, And even the people who are on the level to pray in spiritual power, that they don't vacillate in and out of authority. When, when, when you get sold out for thy will be done, when you get sold out for God the Father Almighty, when you start to know that he knows more than you, he knows better than you, he knows the plan for your life better than you know the plan that you have for your life, then you start to really roll in the things of God. However, you don't vacillate in the authority and out of authority. One of the things that you saw with Samson, that he would have the authority. Next thing you know, he flirting around and, and doing his own thing. Next thing you know, he operating in the power, and then he's out of the power. And then he's taking the power in you. No, that's not. He's taking the power and using it to his own will. We've got to be a people who are sold out for God. And listen, we've got to testify like Jesus. I don't say anything that he don't tell me to say. I don't go anywhere that he doesn't tell me. I'm not laying hands on nobody. I don't know what you need. I'm praying that the awesome will of God. No, no, no. It's not that I couldn't pray something for you. God, oh, give me a subject. Give me a talk. Oh, a drunk in your family? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would dry up alcoholism. Father, even the taste that is in his mouth, the desire that he has, I pray, oh God, that you would touch him right now. Touch the palate. Touch his taste buds and move in his life like you've never moved before. Move it, God, and remove the taste. Remove the desire. Fight against every demon that fights against him. Cause him, O oh God, to be sober and vigilant for the Lord. Yeah, yeah, you can pray whatever you want to pray. You can pray with as much power and authority in your voice that you want to pray. But you've got to understand that God's will and the plan of his life, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, is that this man is going to stay a drunk for another 10 years. So our real desire is that I would see the awesome will of God performed in his life. And after that 10-year period, after that 5-year period, after that 2-year period, matter of fact, after those two days. See, people like to glory in the power of God using them. I like to glory in the power of God being God. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm, and I'm his servant. And if he ever does say, touch, then you've got to be willing. Why did Jesus go to that place and he only healed this person? Why did he go and he only raised? When he went to raise up Lazarus, why did he call Lazarus? Why didn't he just raise up all the dead? That was selfish. There was other people who lost their loved ones. Now, Lazarus has been dead four days. There were some people who were probably right there and burying their loved one right then. How come Jesus didn't just raise them all up? Why was he so selfish and raised up Lazarus only? Matter of fact, if you ask me and you really want to get down to it, uh, why do we have to go through the rest of this world thing anyway? If God is in power, why not just end it all right now and, and just uh, uh, let's just go on and be with God and let the new heaven and the new earth come down right now. Come on. You've got to watch it. You've got to seek God and understand that if that was the will of God, it would happen. That's why when we go through the tabernacle prayer, you have a great appreciation for the prophecy. You got an appreciation for the miracles, but you got a, a great appreciation for the plan that God says has to be rolled out, the plan that has to be followed step by step, and the discernment of spirit. And when you get a person that's praying outside of the will of God, and watch this, we watch people pray outside the will of God, pray hard as they can, it don't come to pass, and you keep trusting them. And God said, listen, that ain't for you to be doing. If it was for you to be doing, then you should have some evidence behind your prayers and, and some accomplishment. But no, all we want is for it to sound good. All we want is for it to be prayed the way I want you to pray right now. I'm praying that the awesome will of God be performed in your life, and if it's not according to the awesome will of God, then guess what? I don't want it to happen. And that's why I believe that with churches filled, buildings, and really not even a church, it's buildings filled with people doing their own thing. So COVID is a way of helping the body of Christ understand that, guess what? Yes, you had a 1,000 members, but you didn't see, you didn't see bones. You didn't see withered hands. You didn't see people coming back. You didn't see, I'm talking, you got a thousand, that, that sanctuary right there sits a thousand. You mean to tell me that y'all couldn't get, that was a, a very faithful deacon. Y'all couldn't touch and agree and raise that deacon up from the dead? And it's a thousand members? Y'all can't touch and agree? Y'all couldn't get two or three people there that raise up deacon so-and-so? You couldn't, you couldn't touch and agree and reverse that cancer on how many members that died of cancer in your church? Why? Because it's not about your will being done. It's about us trusting and loving on God and understanding that he has an awesome will and that your prayer, yes, I'm not saying that you cannot pray and say, Lord, please touch my family member. Understanding. Heal their bodies. Heal their bodies, Father, according to your will. Good God Almighty. According to your will. And if your will says no, 
then that will be done. Jesus taught us, I just don't think it, it doesn't sit well with my will be done. It doesn't sit well with the M-Y, not thy will, T-H-Y, but the M-Y, my will be done. It doesn't sit well with me not to be able to pray. No, I'm not praying after I pray, thy will be done. I'm saying heal it, and that's what I want. Okay, well, let's see how that works for you. There is no power which is not of God. All powers are ordered by him. Matthew 28 and 18. Matthew 28 and 18. Watch this. It says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and in earth has been given to me. All authority, all power of absolute rule, full authority in heaven and on earth. Good God Almighty. It's been given unto me. That's what we've got to understand. That's what we've got to understand. So if we've got Jesus on our side, like I said, Deuteronomy 28, 7 says the Lord calls your enemy to rise, that rises up against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way. They shall flee seven ways. So when you know Jesus has all authority, why? Because I love him and my love for him is, is, is demonstrated. Love is not a word. Love is an action. It should be demonstrated by your following of the commandments. So if God asks me to have a soft answer that turneth away wrath, then guess what? In the midst of somebody being angry or being uh, 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 biting words at me, I've got to turn around and have soft words with them. Why? Because it's obedient to the word of God. And when I'm obedient to the word of God, then when my enemy comes out against me, uh, because of his promises, guess what? My enemy is going to have to flee seven ways. But you didn't pray. I prayed it when they come against me. I don't have to pray about when they come against me. Deuteronomy 28 gives me the promises of what God said he'll do for me. Why do I have Listen, if somebody comes to you and gives you a gift, and the gift is sitting in your house, why would you go back outside and ask them to give you a gift? If somebody, you needed your bills paid, uh, you got the receipt, good God Almighty, the receipt in your hand that the bill has been paid from the company. Why would you go to the person and say, would you pay my bill? Well, you've got to relate that, thank you, Holy Ghost, into the spiritual realm, and you've got to be able to, I hope you see me in the spirit, that you've got to be able to see. It's not those things that you don't see. It's, it's, I mean, it's not the things that you see, it's the things that you don't see that you've got to be able to accept in the spiritual realm that although I don't see it, it's happening. Although I don't see it, I'm protected. Although I don't see it, God is guiding me. Although I don't feel it, it don't feel good, but guess what? God is handling this situation, and I've got confidence. Matter of fact, I'm overwhelmed with God's got it. But you've got to keep doing what he said do. All right? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 and 22. Did we do that already? Yeah, we did that. Ephesians 1, 20 and 22. Colossians. 
Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. It says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness. The enemy, see, some folks, is, they're going to go to their grave saying the devil did this and the devil did that. And, and I want this evil, nasty, or I want this uh, drinking, or I want this smoking, or I want this lustful. They're going to go to their grave fighting with a devil that God has already given you deliverance from. No, no, no. He has no more. He had authority. Thank you, God. He had authority in your life, but when Christ died, went to the grave, got the keys to death, hell, and the grave, and got all the authority placed on him, guess what? Thank you, Jesus. All authority was given unto him. The enemy has no power. So I don't have to. No, no, no. If I chase after this other woman, it's because I gave in to a, a, a lesser power. Come on, let me finish this thing off. Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, 10 and 15. 10 and 15. Colossians chapter 2. And you have been given full life and union. This is good news translation. Given full life and union with him. He is supreme over every spiritual ruler and authority. And you have been given full life and union with him. Come on, somebody. Verse 15. And on that cross, Christ freed himself from the power of of the spiritual rulers and authorities. He made a public spectacle of them and led them as captives in his victory processions. Having spoiled principalities and powers and made a show, a show of them openly triumphing over them. That's, that's the King James Version of verse number 15. He took, so when we talk about praying and going into the holies of holies, the very first thing that it says in the tabernacle prayer is that we go in and we're dealing with the authority. And many of us, you can't get past that to move on to anything else because you don't have uh, the mindset that you got that much uh, power. No, I don't have it. But the God I serve had it. And when I say in the name of Jesus, it, it ain't enough for you to be able to say, have your way, God. Have your way. You walked around in your room, in your prayer room, in your prayer closet for an hour saying, have your way. My God, my God. Have your way, God. You're looking at the political. You're looking at CNN and MSNBC and C CBS. You're looking at the news, Fox News, and you, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you better, yes, you can say, oh, my God, oh, my God, he's about to do something. When you see the children of God being subject to the enemy, being subject to some, some ways of life that look like 
They're getting ready to overwhelm us. Oh, my God. My God is up to something. When I see Pharaoh coming up behind, oh, my God. He's getting ready to put darkness between me and Pharaoh. He's getting ready to show the world how awesome it is to serve God. What kind of God is this who will lead them out of Egypt into the desert to kill them? What kind of God is that? What kind of God is it to let the Pharaoh be drowned in the sea and to show the power of God with the water on the side and all of the Israelites to get through and then drown Pharaoh and his army and then get them in the wilderness and let them starve? He did miracles to show his power. He put manna every day. And then gave them enough to, to have enough to make it through the Sabbath so you could still honor the Sabbath day. And when you get thirsty and you're in the desert place, I can bring water from a rock. I'll do miracles to sustain you. And we still don't believe in him. You wake up in the morning and you just, my God, my God. When you first go in the tabernacle, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you already done. Thank you, God. If 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 this if you don't do nothing else, you've done enough to show me that you are God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you stop having to see everything. Many folks will not believe because they just don't see it. They don't see it in the natural. You better see it in the spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Wow. I come back to the board and people, some folks not even muted, but you were so quiet. I didn't even know that you were on there and unmuted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Bible study. Watch this. I'm about to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you, O oh God, for your written word. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you allow your word. Father, in the name of Jesus, to find a resting place in the heart of the believers, those who are here under the sound of my voice and those who will listen to the recording, Lord, have your way in their lives and show them, O oh God, your awesomeness, that their faith might increase. Thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. All right, thanks to God. God bless you, and if God willing, We'll talk to you, what, on Sunday? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.